This is for the passionate, the purposeful, the men and the women who absolutely know that there is something bigger out there and that they're a part of it. And whether you are into spirituality or self-development, in this podcast, you will find the tools and the tricks and the practices to help you reach the potential of your higher self. My name is Sabrina McLean, and this is the Mindfully Bree podcast. Um, considered where I was going, like I never, I, I didn't always consider my direction. Um, I damn sure wasn't always mindful, and and I think that's the one that brought me to tears. So to be able to combine goals, goal setting, and goal pursuit with my teachings of mindfulness and, and the teachings that I learned as a student. Um, this is a really powerful one for me because uh, I want to be that living testament that lets you know that it really doesn't matter where you start. Um, but as long as you start, that you're on the right path. And um, I almost ruined number 10. I almost said number 10 already because that's one of my favorites. But this whole lesson is going to be really about it doesn't matter the goal it doesn't matter if it's a personal one a spiritual one emotional if it has to do with fitness if it has to do with career um these goals are about how you are approaching them and and the journey um in between them and it really all of these will will go across the board no matter what genre your goal falls into because at the end of the day, it's, it's truly about how you approach things in your life. And I said, and I think it was on Monday's video, you don't, Ramdas said, uh, quoting Tim Leary, you don't have a problem, you need a plan, right? And so it's a perfect segue into number one, which is first one, without a plan, you will fail. 100% you will fail. And the, the most important thing is that you just get started. Your plan doesn't have to be perfect. Um, it, there, is no, there is no perfect, honestly. There is no right plan. Uh, the way that I like to choose um, to get started on something, especially if it's like a blank, clean slate, never done this before, have like zero knowledge on the subject, the way that I like to start a plan is if, yes, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Absolutely. Um, and if you start with the end in mind, you know where you want to go, reverse engineer it. Reverse engineer it and, and create a plan that way. So let's say your plan is, fitness is always easiest for me to explain, so I'm going to start there. Um, I want to lose 10 pounds in six weeks. Awesome. So start at six weeks. And if you guys have ever seen um, The Office, Michael Scott reverse engineers a plan to save Dunder Mifflin. Um, like That's like a 45-day plan. That's a great scene. Um, but yeah, so you, you reverse engineer. You start, all right, it's six weeks. You lost the 10 pounds. Now work backward. What attitudes did you set to get there? What habits took, like, what habits did you need to enforce to get there? What habits did you have to quit? What choices were you making daily? 
Um, what boundaries did you set? Reverse engineering is really about like, imagine you're sitting in front of the successful version of yourself, however you define success. You've hit the goal, you've done the thing, you checked it off the box. What questions are you gonna ask that version of yourself? You know? Um, sure, you wanna know how it feels, but you wanna know how they got there. And you don't have to go outside of yourself to ask those questions. You can quite simply ask yourself, close your eyes and really practice reverse engineering as if it's like a visualization or a meditation practice and just get to know like, okay, this is how success looks to me. What were the steps that took me there, that got me there? What was the mindset that got me there? What were some problems that I probably had to face and had to overcome? So reverse engineering is the way to start planning. That's very important. Number two, without flexibility, your plan will fail. So if you are a believer in a higher intelligence or God or source or spirit, you know this already. You know that your plan don't really mean anything when it comes to the grand plan, right? And if you take a look at your life, even, even with the challenging stuff, even if you're in a really tough season, um, you have abundance. If you're watching me, you have a phone and you probably, God willing, you have running water and you have a roof over your head. And these are things that we, we tend to stop paying attention to because they get, um, we're expected to have that. And, and that's actually, that's a great way to manifest, you know, to have expect, not expectations, but a belief, an ingrained belief of like, I'm going to have this. This is something that's a part of my life, right? But when we get stuck in our own plan and we think that our way is the right way and the only way, then we forget that we are a teeny tiny piece of sand in a, in a bigger plan. And so if things don't go your way, don't waste your time getting pissed about the fact that um, you didn't lose that weight in exactly six weeks. Don't get pissed about the fact that um, you didn't gain, you know, the muscle tone that you wanted to. And if your goal has nothing to do with fitness, don't get pissed at the fact that, you know, you didn't make it on time. You didn't, you're not branded with the success that you thought you would be. Um, you were supposed to be making, you know, I don't know, five, six figures by now and you're not like what's going on. You have to have a plan to get started, but that plan is not concrete. It's never concrete. The only thing that should be concrete is you going to get it. You going after it all the time. That is the only thing that is consistently always happening, but otherwise you have to remain flexible. Um, Adapt and improvise. Keep it, keep it going. Make it work for you. Um, and, and you have to, and, and I might be ruining one coming up in a little bit, another, another way that I'm going to explain. But you, you have to trust. You have to have trust. Your trust is not in the plan that you set. Because if you're setting a goal, you don't know how to get there. Why would you just trust that you're going to know the way? You've never done this before. You know, it's totally cool to surrender and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep taking steps until I understand. 
And um, because of my belief in spirit and a higher power, I know that even if I only see the first hundred feet in front of me, I'm going to trust that it's not a pitfall. I'm going to take that step. And then when I get there, the next hundred will be revealed. Because we, we, we need to have a plan to start, but our plan isn't the end-all be-all, and it's not supposed to be. Because if we were to truly see, like, if we were to truly see the road ahead, we wouldn't believe it. And we would somehow screw it up and, and self-sabotage it. And spirit knows that and is like, you know what, you guys are humans. I'm just going to give you a little bit and you take the steps from there. And so be okay with that little bit. Be okay with when your plan doesn't go right. Be very, very okay with it and be flexible. Learn to maneuver. Learn to change it up. Learn to accept because if you stay stuck, so let's say you hit a really big obstacle on the way to achieving your goal, life didn't stop for you, you know? Like, life keeps going on, but if you stopped at that obstacle because you're, you're standing your ground, because things have to go the way that you want them to go, not only are you delusional a little bit, and not only are you wrong, but you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Life is not waiting for you. And once you're ready to take that next step, you can get right back like on the, what's the thing? On the, on the carousel. There you go. You can get right back on it. It's always moving, you know? Um, but it's really important that you find flexibility and, and you get okay with flexibility. You get okay with being wrong. Be very okay with being wrong. Because there's like a lifetime ahead of you of mistakes. Like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So the quicker that you get on board with that, um, the less of a gap that's going to be between your goal and you. All right. So number one, without a plan, you will fail. Number two, without flexibility, your plan will fail. All right. Number three. We talked about this, I think, in every single lesson so far, and it's intentions. So set an intention and anchor into it every day. So one of the biggest problems when it comes to goal setting is that you're not thinking about your goal every day. You're not thinking about it. So going back to the whole, you know, you have running water, you have a roof over your head. These are things you're not thinking about every day, right? Um, you've already gotten to the point where if you're a couple decades old, this has already been your normal. You don't have to think about it. Your goal is not your normal yet. Your goal is not your normal yet. Especially if you're trying to achieve something that's like outlandish and kind of scary. I don't know about you, but I've set some really scary goals that like, there are certain times or certain people that I'm around that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to talk about that goal because that's, that's wild, you know? Um, and that's good. You need to set goals that are so outlandish that your, your brain can't fathom them because then you're forced to grow into that person. So like real talk guys, if you knew me seven, eight years ago, um, if that, if, if the truth bomb was brought, like dropped on me seven, eight years ago, that I would be doing an Instagram live telling people how to set goals mindfully and how to get to know themselves and navigate difficult emotions, I would have laughed in your face. 
I would have laughed in your face because seven, eight years ago, I did not have my shit together. And that's okay. That's very okay. But it's the beauty of not knowing the plan. I had to set my own plan so I can build that momentum, so I can take that first step. Even if I literally was stepping in the dark, because that there was a period of time where I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I don't like what I'm doing now. So I'm going to step out of it. And that's where the goal setting came in. And that's where the intention comes in. So if you have no idea how to live the life aligned with the goal that you want, you just have to admit that you don't know and set an intention for what would bring you closer to that. So if you weren't here for the earlier uh, lessons um, earlier this week and last week, an intention is essentially like, it's a way to, to anchor you into the moment. So for instance, I like to use the phone because it's, it's, really, it's really easy to remember. Um, if you've ever gotten pissed at yourself for being on social media too long, um, you won't really know when you're distracted on social media or on your phone. It could be through email or whatever, just searching the internet. You won't recognize that you're distracted unless you have something to anchor you into the present moment. So your mind is not technically wandering because you never gave it a direction. So imagine an intention is setting a direction, setting a direction for your focus, for where you want to look, for where you want to, the way you want to think, um, the steps you want to take. Your, your intention is like kind of shifting the trajectory of where it is you're headed in life. So if you're setting an intention for a goal um, that you, that's like gigantic and it's kind of scary to you, first of all, kudos. Um, and seriously, if there really is a goal in mind and it's kind of outlandish, DM me. DM me uh, right after this class. Um, I love goals, you guys. I love goals. I love hyping people up for their goals. Um, and if you have any self-doubt, I want to like sabotage it for you. Okay. Um, so when you're looking at that goal, ask yourself, just like you would reverse engineer for the plan, um, uh, for, for number one, when, when you have to set a plan, you would reverse engineer. If this is success, how did I get there? So the same thing with intentions. Um, if this is the goal I want, how do I get there? And, and the best way to set an intention is to ask yourself, what attitude am I lacking right now that the successful version of me that has already achieved that goal has? What attitude am I lacking? And then use that attitude as your intention every day. So... For a really long time, my intention, I mean, I think like two years, my intention was patience. Every day, had a sticky note, had a little paragraph that I would read. Like, I was so foreign to patience that I truly had to teach myself what it was. I didn't know it. Like, I went as simple as looking up the definition and then reading it. And then writing about how, how can I fit this into my life? How is, if I'm patient every day, how is that going to make me better? And remember, on Monday we talked about if you ask why, if you ask your brain anything, it's going to give you an answer. So don't ask shitty questions. 
because you're going to get a shitty answer. So if something bad happens to you and you do the whole why me, your brain's going to come up with a million different reasons why you deserve a shit life and a shit situation. So don't ask why. I mean, if you want to get curious, awesome. If you want to move forward, ask how. So how do I apply patience? How do I become more patient? How can I use patience to make me a better person and to make me closer to my goal? So when it comes to setting intentions, ask a how question. How do I blank? And honestly, start vague if it's really challenging for you. But as the time goes on, um, get really clear. Get clear on the, on the actual intention that you want. And the clearer you see it in your mind's eye, the clearer and, and the more often you're going to see it in your external um, experience, in your external reality. So set intentions and ground into them daily. If you want a gigantic goal, but you feel like this big, or you feel super far from it, um, first of all, that may be true, and that's okay. Like, you don't start off being great. You have to work at it. Like, you have to be willing to suck. You have to be willing to not know what you're doing. Um, and you have to be willing to fail, and, and that's okay. But you also have to ground into the intentions that are going to get you where you want to go, and you have to do it every day. Like, if you don't want to think shitty thoughts, you have to, you have to put that effort in. Um, you have to say those affirmations. You have to read the books that are going to help you rewire your thoughts. Like, you have to combat the challenges. And they're not going away. So every time you don't set an intention for your goal, you forget. And you kind of just go along the path and then suddenly it's been a couple of weeks and you're like... Why am I not losing the weight? Why am I not feeling better? Why am I not doing this? It's not enough to just think it. It's not enough to just say, I want this goal once or five times every day. Every single day, come back to it. Set the intention and ground into it. All right, what was that, number three? Okay. Number four, every obstacle is an opportunity for growth. So this one, like, kind of corresponds with intentions. Every obstacle is an opportunity for growth. We are never meant to live a life of complete ease and just like effortless flow. That we would love to be the normal and then every now and then we have a little bit of fear or a little bit of anxiety but right now, it's like the reverse. Right now, we're like, most of us are in constant fear, constant anxiety, constant insecurity, and then we get little bits of flow. So we do want to flip that. And we would love to experience flow more naturally and more often. But you have to recognize that obstacles are going to be in your path regardless. Regardless of how much experience you bring to the table. Regardless of how bad you want your goal regardless of how good of a person you are, you're gonna get smacked up with some challenging obstacles, some roadblocks, some limits, some things that are gonna make you stop in your tracks and question, you know, is this worth it? Should I even continue moving forward? Um, the answer to that is always yes. 
it really doesn't matter what your goal is. The answer is yes, keep going. So start to, so instead of contemplating whether you should quit or not, just have in the back and the front of your mind that you're never going to quit. And instead of focusing on why is this happening to me, shift that up and focus on how can I overcome this obstacle? How can I grow from here? The one question, and if you haven't written anything down, please write this down. Um, what am I willing to do to grow from here? And underline willing like three times. Because there are so many things you can do. And if you're not careful, your mind is going to tell you a lot of things you should do or you have to do, right? Ask yourself what you're willing to do. Because if, if you're not willing to, I don't know, uh, wake up at 5 a.m. and go for a run, be okay with that. Be very okay with that. What are you willing to do and what are you not willing to do? But get clear on them and recognize that there has to be some type of like, an obstacle is meant to push against you. And if you don't push back, then you're going to lose every time, every time you're going to lose. And an obstacle is really meant to just push your limits so you shoot out of your comfort zone because growth can't happen there. Growth can't happen where you're comfortable because you know the place. You, you built the place, you know? It smells like you. <laughs> so you have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to go somewhere new. And that's what obstacles are meant to do. They're meant to pull you out and they're meant to force you to grow in a way that you probably didn't even think you had to grow. And maybe some obstacles make no sense to you right now, but down the line, they're gonna be everything you needed everything you needed. So start to see obstacles as opportunities. And if you, once you shift that narrative, you're no longer a victim. It's no longer why me. It's how can I, what am I willing to do? Right. And it's always about moving forward. It's always about setting our eyes forward to what's possible for us and not standing still and asking or focusing on what's not possible. Because remember, you ask your brain, it'll give you an answer, my friends. It'll give you an answer every single time. So don't ask any questions. We have no time for that. All right, what number are we on? One, two, three, four, okay. Number five, follow your intuition. So your intuition is a gut feeling. Um, and there's a very big difference between a gut feeling and laziness or fear. And I say that because your intuition, I say follow what feels good, but obviously self-discipline doesn't feel good, you know? But deep down, if you know that's something you gotta do, like recognize, is this fear? Or am I being lazy? Am I procrastinating? Um, am I looking for an easier way? Following your intuition is kind of like the path of least resistance and the only the, what makes that true is that you are listening to the voice inside of you and you're not resisting it and a lot of the times the voice inside of you is going to tell you to like not do 
what everybody else is doing. The voice inside of you is going to tell you the right thing. And it's going to be a feeling that your logical brain can't put an answer on all the time. And so you start to like malfunction because you can't really find a reason why you should be doing this, but it feels right. That's your intuition, my friends. And it knows way more than you because you, you have evolved through that, through that feeling. And there are a lot of times where you listen to it and a lot of times you don't. But if you listen to it every time, you will never be led wrong. Never. And this goes back to recognizing, like, if you're attacking a goal that's bigger than you, you may not know what you're up against. Trust that your intuition does. Trust that your intuition does. And you kind of, you have to sit with some decisions. Because it may be a little tricky. It may be your ego coming in through the back door trying to tell you, like, this is what's best for you. And the difference between the ego and, and the ego's agenda and the intuition and the intuition's agenda is the intuition is directly linked with your higher self. And your higher self is essentially the peaceful and loving version of you. And that's the one that we get glimpses of, that we may not live like 100% of the time, but we get glimpses of when we feel that unconditional love for um, our partner, our family, our children, um, our pets. That's... That's the feeling that our higher self lives in all the time because it's the spiritual version of us. And your ego is always trying to keep you from being hurt. And if you go after a goal, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Like this is what we do. We, we want bigger and better and we go after it and then we fall on our face and we learn a lesson and then we get up and keep going and your ego doesn't want you going through that so it creates this beautiful comfort zone for you and it's just like stay here you know stay here there's no need to leave here we have everything we need right except there's a voice inside telling you that there's more for you so recognize the difference between the ego's agenda and the intuition's agenda and know that the intuition is a part of you and the ego is created by all of your experiences. So it is not all knowing. It only knows perception. It only knows your point of view, what you've been through. And that's how it calculates the best decisions for you. Your intuition doesn't pay attention to any of that. It only knows the end goal for you. So hey, mindful fam. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you got exactly what you needed. And make sure you come back every Monday where I'll be sharing brand new episodes ranging from channeled content and meditations to goal setting and accountability. I really want to be a part of your journey of evolvement into the greatest, highest version of you. And I'm so thankful that you're letting me. I'll see you soon.